0: Welcome to Real Truth, Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing well, Rick. Hello, friends. Well, listen, so I get the opportunity to be a part of weddings from time to time, and, and when I do that, I want to give the newlyweds some, some wisdom to start their new marriage off. So as a guy who's been married for some time, I think it's pretty successful, I guess. I haven't talked to your wife today, but 25 I think it's years successful. and counting, yeah. What is some tips? How would you start a marriage off well? All right, let's walk that back a little bit, because the key to having a successful marriage is to have two healthy people in it. Any relationship is only as healthy as the least healthy person in it. So I would just tell you, you better prepare well for marriage, right? We don't really, we, we like to say, uh, we don't believe there's a lot of marriage problems. What they are are single people problems that drag into marriage. So prepare yourself well. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Don't, don't seek the wife, don't seek a husband, seek the Lord, all right? And uh, so you don't believe that marriage is gonna be the panacea to all your problems, all your loneliness all your felt needs. No, it's not. Marriage is an opportunity to show your love for God, so have a right understanding of marriage, and live faithfully with God. I I, I love to tell people don't marry somebody who's not already well married, and by that I mean married well to Christ. Walk with Him, abide with Him, leave, cleave, and become one flesh with Jesus. Adjust to refocus every relationship or activity that interferes with your covenant commitment to Christ, Make sure you evaluate. This is the cleaving part. Everything that's coming into your life by asking yourself, "Will this draw me closer to Jesus or drive me further from Him?" So you can be one with Him. You watch somebody who has done that and who uh, who is doing that, and you do that yourself, and you're a candidate for marriage. So prepare well. All right, propose well, which means you you go after that kind of person. All right. So there's two ways to get um, a great employee. Okay, either through selecting somebody really good or getting somebody who's not really good in training them, okay? And I would say- Which one am I? I would say, you, you only answer that question. <laughs> no, what, what I would say, Rick, is that um, you better make sure you do well in the selection process. So the key to starting off a good marriage is you hire well, select well. Don't think you're gonna train them up, all right? Most guys marry girls thinking they'll never change and they do, all right? And girls marry guys thinking they will change and they don't. Okay, so, man, bodies bodies deteriorate, persons develop, your girlfriend's going to change. I don't care how smoking hot she is, all right? And that boy probably ain't going to change. So don't marry him thinking you're going to train him up to be a godly man. Make sure he is a godly man, all right? Thirdly, what I would say is you do is that you engage well, all right? Find yourself some excellent premarital training. If you're in Dallas, come to Watermark. We got a thing called Merge. Or if you're a church, want to know about Merge, we'll tell you about it. But get some premarital counseling. When you are engaged, you're not married. Broken engagements uh, are extremely painful, but they're not nearly as painful as a broken marriage. So do your work when you're engaged. You continue to educate yourself about God's purposes for marriage and what it takes to make a marriage successful. Okay? And then you also evaluate yourself. Am I ready to covenant and commit to uh, give my life to another person? And are they the person that they should be? And then you marry well under God, for God's glory, okay? And in front of God's people, and you say to them, help me, okay? Now once you are married and once you stand up there under God, for God, with God's people, and and and, and you say rightly do you love her, and uh, you go into marriage with an understanding it's a place to reveal the love of God and a right response to him, what I would say is number one, remember that your work's just beginning. You wanna, you wanna keep dating your wife, keep pursuing your wife, cultivating uh, that relationship And not thinking your work is done, guys are hunters, and sometimes when they get that hunt done, they just kind of go, I'm done hunting. No, you're not. You're just beginning the journey towards oneness. The goal of marriage, and understand this, is not that you wouldn't divorce or be unfaithful. Certainly let's do that, but the goal of marriage is oneness. That's a lifelong pursuit. Remember that and understand that. Number two, I want to tell you, and this comes in the earlier parts of training, is you've got to uh, as to use biblical language from Song of Solomon, you got to chase the foxes from your vineyard every single day. Um, the little things that come in and threaten the relationship. The number one predictor, okay, uh, of divorce in marriage is a habitual avoidance of conflict. And so, hopefully, in your uh, engagement training you learned what it means to be a completing spouse and a husband who dwells in the land and cultivates faithfulness and the way you care for each other and love each other and help each other be the man and the woman that you said that you would be. So you deal with conflict daily, continually. I mean go watch The Real Truth Real Quick we did on communion. Why communion and how to marry well? Because we talk about every time you break bread you make sure that you are at peace with one another before you go and remember the goodness of Christ All right, every time I have a meal with my wife, we just go, we good with each other. Can we break bread and remember God's kindness and what love looks like? Have any work to do before we dive in to eat? Good. That will absolutely change your life and change your marriage. And let me say this lastly. All that marriage is, is it's the most intimate of all human community all right and so this is if you listen to nothing else listen to this this is the definition of biblical community and this is what we call all folks to be a part of uh as couples go into life together single men and single women live life together what we say is number one devote daily individually you've got to continually understand that you can't love your wife like you said you would or god says you should unless you abide with jesus christ so you got to devote yourself daily to jesus have a spiritual life secondly you got to pursue folks in community relationally. This gets back to the dating thing. Pursue, pursue, pursue. Thirdly, you gotta live authentically, which is to talk about your struggles. You gotta learn to communicate with your bride, learn to communicate with your groom, and tell them what you're experiencing, what your feelings are, your insecurities are, and you gotta be unafraid. You gotta then admonish faithfully. This is the completing part I've already talked about, but you gotta learn to spur each other on and not, uh, not condone sin, okay? And not to dominate somebody who's struggling, but to love and complete, okay? And then you counsel each other biblically. You're in the Word of God, you bring your life under the authority of God, and then together, out of that marriage, you will engage missionally with one another. I'm gonna tell you, that that's your life. That's how you start off a marriage and keep a marriage prospering to where it's a blessing to you and your kids and the glory to God. Hey, one thing as we finish, you talked about that devoting daily piece, and so before yeah. you're married, you do that individually. Yeah. When you get married, like, so you and Alex wake up at 5.30 and have a couple devotional every day over coffee? <laughs> like, how do you guys yeah. do that? Yeah, I, I wish I could tell you that we did that every day. You know, with kids and all that different stuff and getting way. there's gonna be a day that Alex and I sit there and we go through a couple studies together. Right now she's leading women, I'm leading men. We talk about what we're learning. We actually talk about the Bible as a family, but no, Alex and I are not going through a couple's devotional book for 45 minutes a day. I look forward to that day, but we are interacting over God's word and devoting ourselves daily individually to it. And uh, we're on the journey, which is something called jointhejourney.com. Check it out with one another. And we encourage each other to be in the word. What are you learning? How's it affecting you? But yeah, let's not get this monkey out there, this high bar of yeah. if you guys aren't spending an hour and a half today you know, going through some concordance Uh, in a study, you're not loving your wife. That'd be pretty uh, unattainable. All right, thanks. Listen, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, right above me, it'll say subscribe. If you click that button, you can stay connected to our weekly videos that we do, and we'll see you next week on another episode. We should say, if you're in Dallas also, you get connected in all this in a foundation class. Yep. If you want to know more about foundation class you're in another church, why don't you come check us out, and uh, we'll help you train you up and help you do that. Yep, that's exactly what I was about to say. You beat me to it, and we'll see you next week on another episode.